Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Free podcast with your host, Kai Wilson, where I want you to be financially free, physically free, spiritually free, and emotionally free. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining me. I'm glad to have you here. We are now at the height of the summertime. Yay. Um, And today, thank you guys for joining me. I have a new guest today. So she is um, a first time guest on the show, but I have known, I didn't realize this, but I've known this lady, this woman for several years and kind of didn't realize it. So um, I'm really happy to have her. She, I already was aware that she was phenomenal and she had all kinds of skills and talents. But when she sent me this bio, I learned that she has like 10 more talents. So I'm going to give you guys a quick bio of my guest. Her name is Miss Wanda Fields. Um, and I'll just tell you a little bit about her and then I'm going to let her introduce herself as well. Wanda, thank you for coming. But let's see. So Wanda lives in New York. What I did learn about her recently now is that she has published some books here. I didn't know she was an author. So she's um, published an investment guide and what is this third generation stock fundamentals. Um, Wanda left her corporate job. If you guys listened to an episode a couple weeks ago, we talked about leaving your job. She successfully left her job in January of 2020, right before COVID. So look at the timing and the grace of that. Um, she runs some online businesses. She started those back in 2014. She is also a global, global tu- tutor, excuse me. Um, she has an online school that teaches the fundamentals of the stock market. She also is personally a day trader and a swing trader in crypto and stock options. So I absolutely love that about her. Um, now you probably, if you've seen my page or her page lately, she also has a radio station. It is WFYN. I mean, WFNY FM radio. It's an online radio station. So she is the founder of that station. You can hear this episode on her station. I try to share her um, schedule on my page um, whenever I see it. So you can hear it there. What else? You also have a beauty supply company, Wanda. (laughs) What's the name of the beauty supply? It's Ecom New York City. Ecom New York City. All right. I'm going to try to share all her information when I post this, but she's got a lot of stuff here. And Wanda, is this show new? You're new. She also has the Freedom Financial Show, which is your own podcast. Yeah, that's on the um, on the station. Yep, on the station. You know, we're all broadcasters on the so I have my little show. Lily has hers on real estate. Erica does the gold and Nick Henderson crypto dad he does uh crypto yeah and then you with your with your financials (laughs) so we've got the whole little financial network here so um thank you very much for coming i didn't read the whole thing she does some more stuff i'm going to try to share at least one line of each business and links to everything that she does because she is doing a lot Um, but thank you for coming wanda oh thank you thank you um kai i'd like to uh, first and foremost Thank you for inviting and even considering me for this interview. You know, and I would like to say to both you and the audience, the Ready, Set, uh, Free podcast is awesome and it's much needed. So tune in, guys. You're going to learn a lot and tune in for those gems. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so, okay. So Wanda, I brought Wanda on today for, um, she just rolled out one of her newest businesses (laughs) and I was really, um, I was really impressed when I saw it. I was really happy for her. This is a topic that we have kind of brushed over a few times on this show because it's a big topic. So it's about business financing, um, how to get funding for your business finance, uh, for your business. Um, we've talked a little bit about how to, um, set up your business for tax purposes. So I always kind of want to circle around the businesses and where the market is today. Uh, It seems to be more lucrative for people to be self-employed if they can than to work for companies. So she is now the, what's your, are you the consultant? 
Oh, your business. Yes, cap- I'm a, um, business capital consultant and an an independent agent. Okay. Um, and I partner with um David Allen Capital. Um, and we help small businesses get capital funding for their business. Yeah. Okay. So I want to start there. We're going to, we said, we'll talk about a few different things, but start there. So what do you offer? Who's your target market? How did you start this? What was your interest? Okay. So, um, how I started this actually was through COVID. Um, and a, and a friend that I knew back in the stock market when I was taking classes named Sam Rufert, he actually introduced, um, this to me and I, I took a look at it. It took me a week to take a look at it. And I seen that it was much needed, especially during COVID, you know, with people losing their jobs and, you know, and just businesses, small businesses. I live in New York City. So a lot of the small businesses here were like doing really bad. A lot of them closed down mm-hmm. actually uh, due to uh, COVID. Yeah, and you're yeah. in New York. And, it's, and my target is is small businesses. Okay. Small business, yeah. So. Yeah. And I work, I work with a team of, um, of underwriters, um, which is also a, a component of my business. Another one is uh, the field's uh, financial consultant, where we help small businesses also apply for PPP loans and EIDL loans. Um, and we also uh, file for capital funding um, for, their, for their businesses. Okay, so when you, for your small business funding, First question, because yes. I have an SBA loan. I got my um, my very first business loan was through SBA. Um, do you, will you finance or will you guys consider financing new businesses, startups, mm-hmm. or do you prefer people that have some experience either in that existing business or in previous businesses? Um, for the PPP loans or no, for business capital? Just for business capital, yep. Okay. So for business, um, from, for business capital, um, we, we help, we, we could help, uh, folks, small businesses, cause that's our target, small businesses mm. and not large, large corporations. We help them apply for uh, PPP loans and, um, EIDL loans, but that's, that's separate from the business capital, mm-hmm. um, because that's part of my consulting. I work with CPAs there, okay. um, but with the business capital, um, it's for small for small business, small business owners. Okay. And um, we help them get um, capital funding uh, for, for their business, you know, and to apply uh, for business capital, it's simple and it's very fast, you know, um, then the, you can receive a decision in, in one day oh, wow. if you apply. And um, I always tell folks, if you're gonna apply, apply in the morning before 5 p.m. so you can get it right away. <laughs> And so the minimum um, qualification um, of our providers, they're less intensive than those of the banks, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we focus on getting um, folks quick and a quick approval and, and their capital really fast. Okay. Yeah. So what kind of things do you look for? Um, what size uh, with small business, but yeah, in everybody's so, mind, small is a different type of small. So what kind of small, what size? You mean in, in the um, in the amount? Yeah. Well, so either sometimes people measure small on um, number of employees, and then sometimes right. people measure small by revenue. So I don't know which one. Well, it's it's based on revenue. Okay, based on revenue. Yeah, it's based on revenue. Yeah, and the time that someone's uh the time in business it depends on the loan. Okay. Um, you only need really a minimum of four months in business. Okay. Um, the location has to be in the United States. Okay. Um, the personal credit score must be at least a uh, 500, um, and annual revenue, it, depending on the loan amount. Um, so for, um, for a loan amount of 25 K to 2 million, um, your annual revenue has to be a hundred K, you know, which, uh, for, for revenue in the past 12 months. Okay. Yeah, and um, that means like your business has to be bringing in at least 10k per month in order to receive the 25k um, to uh, two million, um, and you can get that as soon as two to five business days. And um, to verify for that application and secure approval, we we request four months of bank statements, a copy of your last um, last year's business tax returns. Okay. 
um, a cancel check and a copy of your driver's license and that and that's for the business capital um, funding. Okay. So that's yeah, that's for the for the business capital funding. Then we have um, smaller loans. Um, if you know applying for loans up to twenty five k, it's uh, and it's it's your business has to be um, bringing in at least five k a month. Okay. Yeah. Then to to apply for the smaller amount, and your business needs to bring in uh, five thousand in bank revenue in order to qualify and have a business checking account. It's very important. And that's for both loans, actually. You have to have a business checking account. And you've had to have been in business for six months okay. in business. And for that loan, it's a 450 uh, credit score that they look for. And for the smaller loans, they accept all industries. Okay. There's no hard inquiries, no collateral requirements. And you can get you know more when needed. So yeah. who is who's under who's underwriting? Who's who are the funders? Excuse me? Who are the funders? Who is funding these loans? Are these private investors or is what where is the funding coming from? Well, the okay. So with business, um with there's a whole history with alternative with alternative exactly. lending. Exactly. You know, That's what I know. I, I'm gonna go into a teach <laughs> going into a teaching moment now. <laughs> so uh, what many folks don't realize is that um, alternative uh, uh, lending is um, it, it was a marketplace, really called marketplace lending, uh-huh. okay, like peer to peer lending. Um, and alternative lending it takes place through online platforms that use technology really to bring uh, together borrowers uh, and basically those that were underserved by the traditional banks, right? And so. Um, and lending institutions. And so with loan investors seeking to attractive yield generating investments. So the lending model would grew a small balance back in the day from peer to peer unsecured consumer loans um, that was financed by individual investors actually. And so um, alternative lending, it actually grew um, in, in, in in the last decade uh, following the first peer-to-peer online, which was back in UK, in UK, wow. actually started this in 2005, and in the United States in 2006, and it was due to the uh, global financial crisis that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, these uh, small volume credit um, experiments they uh, leverage marketplace models with technology and, and enable a lot of customer acquisition, right. underwriting, and loan servicing geared to borrowers who who grown comfortable with online services. Yes. So I remember, like you said, right after um, 2008, I was involved with a deal. What were they calling it? Hard money? Was that kind of the hard money, hard money lenders? Oh, hot money lenders. Yeah. So yeah, they have hot money lenders, peer-to-peer. Yep. It was, so it was lending. a similar thing. It was hard money lender. Wasn't too much online. We It was like a, because um, like you said, this was at the start of it. So you kind of had a, the guy, I don't even know what to call him. He was like the guy that matched up the people, kind of like the pre-underwriting type thing. He looked at what the people needed and he looked at these investors he had over there and he's like, okay, this investor is looking for real estate. This investor is looking for other types of businesses yes. and he would match them up. And, um, but yeah, so now it's, it's good to hear it's online. There's some set criteria because back then it was kind of vague. You know, yeah. they kind of just looked at the file and they were like, oh, I guess we'll take this one. You know, it was really no hard yeah, yes yeah. or no. It was just if they liked you or if they didn't like you. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. And so, just a way of like the old traditional way. You know, a lot of people want to know which model is best. Well, you know, but fo- folks have to realize is that both models, the traditional banks versus alternative lending, they have distinct advantages, both and disadvantages. You know, and it, all, it often depends on the person. Exactly. Really, you know, and the type of business. You know. Yeah. How, how are the fees? I would think the fees using your model would be a lot less because boy, the bank bops you over the head with the fees. Yeah. Well, the, well, the rate, the rates and fee, the rates and fees, they sort of, uh, uh, sort of vary. Mm, Okay. Yeah. They sort, sort of vary and, and much is 
much is depending on on the type of loan. Okay. You know, on the type of loan that you you know that you're trying to you know obtain. Okay. Yeah, a lot of it is depending depending on that, really. Okay. And about yeah. what kind of loan terms are we talking about? Five year, ten year? It's the short short term. Short term. Some of okay. them are like sometimes it's it could be a year. It's a, it's depending to uh, depending on on the loan amount. Okay. You know. Okay. So yeah. pretty- and like uh, like our pricing is very um simple and transparent. You know, you you'll be shown your total advance plus the total cost. You know, but when you're looking for when you're looking for loans uh, for small business, folks need to consider you know different aspects before applying. I would say that to folks, you know, or accepting one after its approval because a lot of times they just people just want the money. No, you have to do your research even even with this. Right. You know, I'm not saying go to me, but do your research whichever fits your business. You know, and what, one of the main things. Um, that folks need to consider is other the, the rates for each loan because they do they do you know vary you know and the interest rates for small businesses usually depends on the lender and the type of loan that you will be applying for in regards to your business right right you know yeah and you said and, and most entrepreneurs they, they forget about this small you know but very important aspect you know, well, and that's the funny thing, too, because, again, when I went to the SBA for my my um, first loan, I had a hard time getting a loan because the amount I wanted was small and the mm-hmm. banks don't want to make, you know, it was a real estate purchase, a commercial real estate. The banks did not want to make the loan because they wanted loans to be over a certain dollar amount. So I had to search around for a bank that would. I was a good candidate. My credit, my background, everything was good, but I had to search around quite a bit to find a bank that would take a loan that, in, in their eyes, that small because they they right, right. enough money off the loan. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Yeah, and, and a lot of times, like even even um um with the the PPP loans and SPA loans, you know, they're looking for a certain amount of income that your business is. A lot of it is depending on the income that you're bringing in. Mm-hmm. You know, and because at first, at one time, I thought, because this is all of this that I do is more of a movement for me than anything. But at one time, I thought that we were being singled out, you know, that they were just denying, you know, right, our folks. Right. You know? And so, but when I really started looking at this, a lot of it has to do with the revenue that you're bringing in via the loan amount, mm-hmm. you know, the type of business. They look at all of that. You know, and that could be true because maybe they wanted me to spend more. I mean, I found a space that was just, you know, it was a very reasonably, reasonably priced commercial real estate. Why would I want to spend more when I found exactly what I needed for a great price? But like you said, they look at your revenue, your income. They look at how long I've been in business. I've been in this line of work at this point for 15 years. And they probably did just, you know, that's not what they said to me, but maybe they did just want me to spend more money. But they kept saying, you know, they wanted to package in more stuff. Well, why don't you get another loan and we can package it in with this loan? And I was like, no, I just want this. Um, Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of times one of the disadvantages of with like uh, traditional banks to alternative lending, I have to say, the interest rates could be a little high because the traditional banks do have um, smaller interest rates than most people. But the thing is like you have, sometimes they ask for for collateral, they want to see your credit score, you know, so this is a, a faster method, you know, but overall, a lot of loans for small businesses are not too high since we're talking about companies that should be able to operate with less money than large businesses or organizations, you know, you know, so yeah, guys, a lot of times I tell folks, you know, the most that your, your, your small loans is about what they may ask for 5% or even I've seen 7% and I've seen four, you know, but it's depending on the loan, the loan amount. Okay. Well, this is where I'm going to push some people to you. So first of all, is your rates, are your rates fixed? Our rates fixed. Yeah, do you have fixed interest rates or are they variable or? They they are um fixed interest rate according to the the loan amount. They're based on the loan amount. Okay, so yeah. and that can vary. Perk. Some could be. I've seen four percent. 
I've seen 5%. I've seen 7%. You know, okay. it depends on the loan amount. Well, let me just give you the difference. My loan, you know, is only four and a half, four years old now. So this was a relatively recent purchase. First of all, my rate is not fixed. Okay. So I am, I think they, I have two and a half percent over the LIBOR rate. So my rate changes as the LIBOR rate changes, which means basically every quarter my payment can go up or down. I mean, there's a minimum that I have to pay, so it'll never go under the minimum, but you know, it fluctuates. So that's number one. Number two, they did ask me for collateral. I had to put up a life insurance policy as the bank as collateral or as a beneficiary of the, of the life insurance to cover the loan. So you guys aren't doing that. Um, right. number two, they absolutely ran my credit, absolutely ran my credit. Um, and they only do personal. They wouldn't do, they don't use your business credit. They use your personal credit. You're the personal guarantee with SBA. Um, it took way more than 24 hours. It took way wow. more than four weeks. Actually, I think yeah. my loan, my loan took about six weeks to close on this little bitty property. So, um, yeah, a huge, we had to turn in, I had to turn in business plans and everything else you named. I also had to turn in all that stuff. So everything you named, I had to turn in that as well on top of all these other right. requirements. And like I said, I had to search for a bank. So SBA would take me, but I had to find a bank that would take the loan in that amount because everybody wanted higher loan balances. Uh, well, see, see with alternative lending, the difference is it's not fixed. It's based on the loan amount. Right. You see? Yeah. No, this was mine changes every quarter. Wow. <laughs> every quarter. Yeah. I have a new payment. And SBA told me that's all they offer for their real estate financing. There's wow. They don't offer a fixed yeah. rate. So I have to deal with that. So um you guys, I hope I'm giving you a little insight because a traditional SBA loan, not talking about the PPE, not talking about the EDIL, that is kind of what you go through. And I was a small business candidate, you know, didn't need a whole lot of financing. Business was running fine, um, but that's that's what they required. So your financing sounds appealing to me already. Of course, if I need financing in the future, I'm definitely going to go to you, Wanda. You can best believe yeah. I'll be coming to you. And I'll refer people to you because when I do my consulting, Thank you. I get a lot of people in the consulting about business financing. Business yeah. finance and business credit. Like those are things. Yeah. You, you know, one, one of the things too um, that, that is good about alternative uh, lending, and I've seen this with a lot of my clients, um, like the, the underwriters, they, they help you, you know, because mm -hmm. some people, they, they struggle. So then they start taking, taking a look at your business, you know, and um, like where are you allocating monies to? And one of the things I know that is one of my favorites is that what I noticed too, is that a lot of businesses, like they don't have the um, processing equipment mm -hmm. um, where, where, where the credit cards, um, a lot of businesses are, paying the fee. But if you have the correct uh, 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 payment processing, then then you don't pay, you don't have to pay, ha you don't have to pay the fee, Th let the customer pay the fee. And that saves people so much money. There goes there goes your your payment right there. Yeah. You know, and that's something that our underwriters they help, you know, people when they're struggling, you know, then they start taking a look at other stuff in your business. Oh, that is great you know, to help cut the course. Yeah, that's great. Like that, yeah. like a free business coaching session. Yeah, because we really want to see our goal is really to help small businesses, you know, because that's why we're doing the whole alternative thing, moving away from the traditional bank system that, you know, the it, it hasn't helped. It hasn't helped me not even with putting my savings. It, by the end of the year, I, I accumulate nothing, <laughs> you know, nothing. Well, I have to find all these other alternatives, not just this. I mean, crypto is like has so much, you know, so much. Absolutely. Like be your, you can be your own bank. <laughs> right. So if you guys don't know, Wanda is my sister in crypto. She's right there with me, um, yeah. <laughs> which is funny. That's the way I first met Wanda. I didn't even realize it. So that's yes. pretty neat. Yes. Wanda reminded I, I never me. Forget. <laughs> yes, when Evan brought you on his um show to do crypto, 
Yeah, yeah. that was a long time ago. I th- I'm, I'm positive that was the first crypto class I ever taught was that class. Yeah. I'm sure because I was only, that must have been early 2017 or so. Yeah, probably early, mid 2017. So I had only been in about a year. So that was the first time I ever taught a class. Yeah, that class was awesome. I mean, I've, I've, I've taken classes with crypto, but it wasn't explained. I still didn't understand <laughs> until I took your class and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, you know, I thank you for saying that because I'm so passionate about that part. You know, I keep toying with the master classes and, you know, master class is the thing to do now, but I'm like, no, I like either face-to-face or being able to see and hear people so that I can make sure they're understanding because you right, can hear the right. silence when you just said something, everybody's quiet. It's like, oh, nobody's saying anything. I didn't, I didn't explain it well. Or if you can see people, you can see the blank stare on their face. They're like, this woman just said <laughs> something and I didn't catch any of it. So, you know, my passion is not collecting money from a class or anything. I want to be sure people, and, and back then especially, it was new to me. I was super passionate. I was like, I got this new thing. I want everybody to know about it. So, you know, my whole goal was yeah. to make it as um, easy to understand as possible. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> so um, let's see, let's go to now, how do you guys help people with the um, COVID relief um, funding? What what do you do there? What can you tell us about COVID yeah. relief? So, so the um the co the COVID the COVID relief that's not part of uh, my business capital, right? Yeah. What we did at one time, like when people um like they needed an alternative bank because you have to have a bank to you know. So we would refer people to a, some of our partner you know alternative oh. like um what's that Blue Apron. You know things yeah and um liberty mutual yeah for their banking needs of a, of a lenders we would just make the referral but we're not doing that uh at this time uh we were doing the uh eidl mm-hmm. referring folks to the banks to you know to fix those so what i did when they stopped doing it i got with some cpas you know and i kept it going because i started noticing that People were having problems with the um, uh, with the um, the loan applications, mm. you know. And a lot of people really didn't know, um, like, what was the difference between the EIDL, which is the emergency um, injury, right. emergency disaster um, loan, and versus the uh, PPP loans, you know. So I started, you know, helping folks with that. You know. Wow. Okay. I didn't yeah. know. And I keep saying PPE. I mix PPE and PPP all the time. <laughs> so PPE are our mask and PPP is the loan. Yeah. And so excuse me, guys, if you hear me um mixing that up all the time. <laughs> I do yeah, it all the time. Yeah. yeah. And one of the things that I've been coming across, a lot of people didn't even think that they had to pay these loans back. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. You have to you have to pay, especially the PPP loan. You have to you have to pay that loan back. Yes, unless you, know? you follow the steps to have it forgiven, I, and then there. Yeah. But there's steps to take. Doesn't exactly. just poof they, they disappear. You, right, and they give you time, like twenty four weeks, which is five 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 months of five point fifty two months. Mm-hmm. Um, ten months in forty three weeks. They give you to actually, you know, pay it back. You know, right. I have a couple. And you have to couple of friends mm-hmm. that are diligent and they, you know, they were on it. They paid theirs back. And uh, I know one yeah. friend, she paid hers back and then she applied for more later. And she- yes. And that's the thing you could, you could have applied for more providing that you, you know, you had your paperwork in order, you know, and, um, but I tell a lot of my clients, as soon as that loan hits your bank account, get a separate account. That way everything is there, have all your documentation. You know, because they are going to ask you for these things, especially if you're going for loan forgiveness. Yes. You know, and if you have it and if you lied on your application or had someone do it for you and not able to see the documentation because, you know, I call them scammers. Many people apply and they um, pay $5,000 to have someone fill out these PPP loans. They don't even see the documents. They couldn't even see the well, documents. They don't know what they committed to. 
if they don't even know what to say. <laughs> like, no way. I'm like, oh my gosh. And so they didn't think that they were going to ask for this information. And especially you have some folks that are unemployment, some fo folks uh, collecting public assistance. You know, what, what people fail to realize is that the SBA and the, um, the SBA and the IRS, they linked together two years ago. And they created these new laws that that every year it's a new law with, with these loans. They'll just throw it in there, right. you know, and you have to keep up with that, you know. Uh, you know, so I've been getting a lot of folks that, you know, in deep trouble. Right. You know, and so what I say to them, you know, after my lecture, <laughs> what I say to them is that go, you got money now. So take that money, get a higher CPA and ask them to do an amendment. You know, you're going to need to do an amendment. Mm. You know. Wow. And so I had a guest on here, Paul, who's a CPA, and I know you probably have referrals as well. But uh, Paul did an entire episode about the PP, PPP and the EDIL. Same thing. He, he gave a lot of tips. If you guys go back and listen to his episode, if you happen yeah. to get a loan and you weren't quite the business you said you were on the application, he shared some tips on things you can do right now to stay out of boiling hot water or to stay out of jail. <laughs> Right. <laughs> there were a few things he said you could start doing right away that could yeah. at least let have them forgive you a little bit. Right. Right. Be yeah. Because they really want you to succeed. Um, yeah. And just, you know, even if you're not perfect, just give it a try. Yeah. Like, keep, like, keep track of your expenses, <laughs> you know, like the rent. Uh, your lease agreements, you know, payroll, if you have payroll, because some people, even though they, they are sole proprietors, they're not, well, not a sole proprietor, but you have a business, uh, let's say an LLC, not, not a partnership, but if you have an LLC and you have, and you may have, you know, some employees, you know, keep track of those mm -hmm. things. Even if they're you know? contract employees. Right. Keep track of them. You have to keep track of it. You know, even your interests, uh, from the mortgage, not the principal, the interest from the mortgage, keep track of those things. Cause they want to, they want to just see show cause that this money went to what you said it was when you applied, <laughs> you know, right. Not to spend up, right. <laughs> not to spend up, you know? Well, okay. Well, if you did not get caught up in that, uh, mess, you know, you know, for those who received it and needed it and, and were not authorized, but were qualified, you know, yeah. God bless all of you. I mean, that's what it was for. So I don't want to shun anybody who got it and needed it and deserved it and did the right things with it. Um, and then right. there were some people, I know a handful of people that couldn't qualify. A lot of people hadn't filed taxes in the last, what, I think you had to look back two years, maybe, or something. Um I was, I was well, they, they asked for uh, 2019 and 20 and 2020. Right. Taxes. So I was shocked. Yeah. There were people that hadn't filed taxes in those past two years. So they couldn't qualify because yeah. they hadn't filed their taxes yet. Um, so I don't know. I love your financing option, though. Um, the PP, PPP and the EDIL seem like they were relatively easy. If you've ever dealt with financial um, documents and getting loans and business loans and stuff. Like I said, after I did the traditional SBA, I feel like I'm ready for anything now. That was just a lot of work for that little bit of loan. Um, but yeah, I like your option. I really, really love your option. So I will be sharing it with people. Yeah. Um, I love the extra coaching. Yeah. Another thing, an another thing about it is that when um, folks applied, you know, they asked for your schedule C. Okay. You know, your gross income. And so you needed to put that down, you know, on the on the application. And, and they're gonna check. <laughs> you know, when they go back, they're gonna check. Right. To see, they're gonna match it up. And this is why I tell folks if if you didn't put the correct amounts, get it amended. Go to CPA. You have money now. Right. You can hire a CPA, you know, to help you. You can, even an attorney. <laughs> you know, you got the money. They who's got a lot of money from the, these, these loans. I'm telling Girl, you, like, wow. let me tell you, <laughs> it was like, 
I don't know where I had been. It was the talk of the town. I mean, between me going to yeah. Illinois, you know, my hometown of Illinois and being in Georgia, I mean, the money was flowing everywhere. I, I remember I went to the mall one time. I went to the mall in July or August of last year. Now, this is when schools here had already said they weren't going back in class or going back into the classroom. So I just met a friend that was traveling through town at this mall that was right off the interstate. And I was like, okay, just meet me over at the Tanger outlet. You know, no big deal. We'll meet at a restaurant at the Tanger or in the parking lot or something. Cause I didn't want her to leave too far off the interstate. We get there and it's packed. It is. We parked by the Michael Kors store. The people are coming out of store with bags on wow. top of, and I'm thinking, you know, and normally Tanker is really crowded, especially at back to school. You know, it's, it's, there were hundreds of people coming out with all these bags. And I'm thinking, where are you guys going? Atlanta was still closed at that point. School wasn't going back into, yeah. into classroom. So I, I'm not sure where all these clothes were going. It was amazing. But my friend told me, yeah, that's, that's all that money. <laughs> the people have all this money. Yeah. And uh, I guess the store sales were up. So let's talk about some yeah, of yeah. your other. Do you want to talk a little bit about I didn't know about all these other ventures until you sent me the bio. So I'm interested if you want to give yourself a, you know, five minutes per other business or something else you want to push. I'm happy to hear about it. Yeah. So I have the um, cosmetics of beauty supply store online. And I also have my own um, line, CBD um, cosmetics on there. And I wanted to get into that industry um, because for one, you know, the Koreans had it for years, mm -hmm. right? And it was a hard industry for us to get into. You know, so now the Koreans, their children don't want it, right? So it's open for us. Uh -huh. You see, a lot of, their, a lot of their, the, the next generation they're into all other stuff. Not they don't want they don't want anything to do with it. So that's open there for us. So I was like, wow, because tell you it's a movement for me. So I got into that and then I created my own um CBD cosmetics because I'm into holistic health. Mm -hmm. You know, I've, I was raised around herbs and roots, you know. Good. I don't I don't use prescription drugs, I don't like it. And so the CBD it was something that I got into and I liked it because it helps with arthritis, um, uh pain you know, acne, you know, so many things that, it, you know, it's real, really holistic. So I really like that. And I got involved in that. So what's the name of the business? Where do we find it? Um, it's Ecom, Ecom New York. Ecom New York. Dot com. Dot com. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'll be sure to share that. And, yeah. I'll, I'll send you um, my, my links. Okay. All my links that I have. Oh, good, good. And then I'll just upload yeah. it that way. All right. And then let's, let's hear a little about this um, published author. Now, let me hear about these books. Back in 2014, my, my um, dad passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. And I noticed with, um, when my, when he, when he passed away, like he left, you know, they, when people pass, they leave monies and I didn't want to do the wrong thing. So I, they didn't teach me about the stock market. It's funny. They invested both of my parents invested. Mm -hmm. But they never taught my, me or my brother anything about the stock market. You know, all we was taught, save your money, go to college, nothing about really about finance, but they, but they, they invested, you know, so, so I, um, I met, um, this gentleman named James Thompson, um, James Thompson, he's the, um, founder of the Abacus. Oh, okay. And I was actually his, his first student, myself and this other girl, she left. And I stayed and I brought a lot of people in. And then from there, um, I started learning options. Okay. Yeah. How to trade um, with um, Jay Johnson. I learned options and then I went into crypto with Jamar. And when I got into crypto was really when I learned trading. And I just want to give a shout out to DCG. Yay, team uh, DCG. To, to Jamar James, Nick Henderson, Deshaun. Uh, Link Green, Maurice, uh, Crypto Black, Tiella, Maurice Jackson. Shout out to all of you. If I left anybody, to everybody in DCG Mastermind, because DCG is where I really learned trading. I can't because you know, Jamal can trade anything. Yeah, he really does. He's my role model. He, he trades, trades anything. anything. You know? He shared. Anything. He shared a stock buy, a long term stock buy hold 
yesterday or today. I'm like, well, I haven't seen that come from you in a while. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's like, yeah. yeah, this is a good hold if you want to do a you know long term hold. Well, long term for him. Yeah. Um, that's funny to hear. You went to a Bacchus. Um, Anthony, do do you know Anthony? Did you know Anthony? Aragot? Anthony Garrett. Yeah, he came years later. Okay. I was okay. out of the back. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because I was with James for about a good three or four years, and then I moved on to crypto and And then you and got to Jay. Trading. This is so funny hearing all these. Yeah, but Jay came into the Abacus years after, but he was good with options. Okay. Options trading. So I learned option. I mean, I, I trade options with Jay. when I, The first month, I placed... Uh, option contract because he's I mean him and his wife they're really good with swing trading oh option. wow okay okay yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. this is my whole world this finance world is like I, oh yeah I'm really yeah, into too. it I, I guess it. I'm really into it yeah. and then we so, know we have the great Jamar James who comes with an entire tribe of people <laughs> oh yes yes and it's constantly DCG is growing. It's growing. Something. And, and the good thing is people, you know, they're they're living a, a life of freedom, you know. Everyday folks are like gaining profit in there. Yep. You know, but also the most important is that you're learning a valuable skill. Right. You know, you're learning a valuable skill. Absolutely. Yeah. So the 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 uh third gen investment guide um came out of from from me teaching the uh, fundamentals of the stock market. And it's really about uh, people pulling their monies together and investing, you know, having investment clubs, oh, Okay. you know, and so, and how to create investment clubs, clubs, the legalities of it all, how to go about doing what to invest in, you know, things of that nature. And then I created the stock market fundamentals, but it's the third gen. And I really created these books for my for, for my grandchildren mm. for the third generation. Oh, you know, because they're the ones that mess up the money, you know. <laughs> they're the ones that mess up the money. So <laughs> you have to teach them and get them involved. Yes. I'm harping on my daughter yes. about this right now. I keep telling her I'm not passing yeah, anything that. down to You're you. You're Maurice too, yeah. with a son. I'm like, I'm not passing anything down to you until I know you know how to take care of it. Exactly. Period. You know, you know, Kyle, you know, when I say that to people, they think I'm being mean. No, it's not that I'm being mean. It's that you got to learn. I'm not leaving my hard earned money to you for you to just spend it away. No, you got to learn how to make it grow. Yeah. And you need to watch. You have to learn to make it grow. I'll leave, I'll leave it, but you won't be able to touch it till you know how to make it grow, you know? It's not that I'm being mean. And it's so much easier for them to, you're there all day. Right. They can sit with you a couple days a week, a day a week. You know, sit with exactly. you all day or sit with you every morning when you place trades and just watch you. Yeah. You don't have to do the yes. long road that we did. Wait till you're exactly. a full adult with a full-time job and you're trying to pick up new skills and it's hard to learn stuff when you're older and no, just start now. Be easy on yourself. Right. And, and the thing is with crypto now, you don't even have to trade. You can get into uh, uh, rebasing, staking, NFTs, which I find that's the door opener for the kids. That that grabs their attention. The NFTs. Yes. You can just. You don't even have to know how to trade. Yep. <laughs> you don't. You really don't. Just get into the digital collectibles, you know, and start investing and 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 just you know. Sell it when it's high. Right. So yeah, my daughter, you know, she's just starting with it goes that. up in value. Sell it. She's now on to all the platforms and the game. And I was never a gamer, period. I mean, even when we yeah, had to pay them mind. and they didn't pay us, I still wasn't. So I'm trying to <laughs> learn with her. So I sit with her today. I sat with her. She was in Decentraland. I sat next to her while she went around. And you know, I'm just watching because I, I don't have half a clue what's going on, but Sit there and watch so she can teach me. Yeah, that Decentraland is cool. Yeah, it's yeah, and I can't compare it to anything else because I never played anything else. So I don't, you know, I watch her play Roblox and now Decentraland. I'm like, I don't know anything about these places. Right, right, yeah. And for, for folks out there, I have to give a shout out to uh, Link Green and um, Deshaun and Maurice. 
Jackson, they are having a um, class coming up free. Yes, it, for children in uh, Cincinnati. Yes. Um, I don't know. The yes. last weekend in July. So I'll put that. We'll be there. We'll be there. Sila will be taking part of that. Um, I'll put that flyer on my page as well. It is free to anyone who would like to attend. Um, I'm sure there's a registration, but it'll be on my page. It's the last weekend in July in Cincinnati. Okay. Um, and bring your children out. They're going to teach um, you and the child how to game in crypto, crypto game, where you actually can earn money from playing games. So right. I know all these kids are playing games. It's all my, my daughter and her friends do our play games on all kinds of platforms. So bring your child out and it's going to travel too. So I'm giving you guys a free plug here, but that's okay. I'm actually one of the sponsors, my company, but um. They are going to travel around. I know there's going to be other locations. I can't recall right now. Yeah, New York. Oh, they're coming I to can't New York. Wait. Yep. So it is traveling to some I'm ready. some other states. So bring your kids out, you know, let them make money gaming. They're gaming anyway. Yeah. It's summertime. Let them, you know, exactly. she has extra gaming time right now because there's no homework. So, well, mm -hmm. there's no homework from the school, but uh, yeah, let them learn. And, and it's not going away. It's not going away. Um, crypto and decentralized, everything is only going to keep increasing. So let them learn early and the school's probably yeah. not going to teach it. Yeah, I don't think the public school system is going to teach it anytime soon. Nope. Very rare. Yeah, very rare. Unless one of us go up in there. <laughs> if they let us. No. You know, they you know, they yeah. have to approve that curriculum. And I don't know if the school board would be real keen on that. Yeah. They they push pretty much the college track is the only thing. They don't want people not getting jobs. <laughs> so Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so did I miss any? I want to make sure we cover all the businesses. What else? Did I miss anything? You want to talk about your radio yeah, station? You, talk about your radio you station. The, the radio station, yes. The, the radio station is a um, financial literacy station and, and entertainment. And we have um, broadcasters, Kai, the Ready, Set, uh, Free podcast is on there. Uh, we have uh, Nick Henderson with the Crypto Dad Life Show. He teaches crypto. And Erica uh, Padmore, she's, I call her the Queen of Gold. She teaches about precious metals, gold and silver. And we have a Lily Walker, who she goes over the real estate portion. And me, I, I talk about us, the stock market and, um, and trading and things relating to the markets. Yay. Yeah. Well, this is great. This is great. I appreciate yeah. you coming on. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you for coming. I just, I, like I said, when you sent me this bio, I was like, well, I only wanted to talk about this one thing, but I, there's a whole lot of stuff on here. So um, yeah. <laughs> everybody, again, if you've worked with me already, so I, this is new. How long has the, um, has your bit, um, the financial, what's the name? What's the name? Fields Financial Funding. How oh, you been? Fields Financial Funding. Yeah, actually, I started the um, Fields uh, Financial Funding in last year. Uh, I believe it was in July. I was doing COVID. How did I just hear yeah, about but, it? I missed yeah. it. Oh, I don't know. I have business pages. Oh my, I just <laughs> yeah, saw a it lot for of the time, first time. Yeah, I post stuff on my personal page, but I have all my businesses have business uh, pages on Facebook and I have websites. Oh yeah. man, I've been sleeping on you. Okay. So I promise you, <laughs> I just saw the first, you posted something on your page, what, about two months ago it was the first time I saw that. So, um, and I think Jamar too, because when Jamar saw it, he shared it. I shared it like a whole bunch of people shared it that I knew then I was like, I hadn't seen it before. Anyway, yeah, I got people for you. I got clients for you. So I will absolutely be sending them your way. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you. I love what you're doing. I'm super proud of you. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Oh, no. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you've been helping me. I definitely want to help you out. So um, I'm going to send people out to you. Um, I will share all of Wanda's information in her um, 2011 businesses 
um, on, on the show notes and I will share it on all my um, social media platforms as well. Do you want to say any last minute, any things? Um, well, what I want to say, yes, is, you know, we've been through COVID and, you know, COVID should have made us stronger. I know it, it made me stronger. Um, I left my job last year in January, 2020. And part of the reason is because I got tired. I felt that I had enough, but I was afraid. You know, I was afraid to leave and I found so many excuses to stay. But once I left, it was the best thing. I never looked back, you know, and I, I just want to say to everyone, just confront your fears, you know, get get involved in what's trending. Crypto is trending. Uh, you know, with a lot of folks are leaving traditional banks, mm. you know, and going to alternative lending. Folks are being the bank, <laughs> you know, like we have to start thinking ownership, right. you know, as people ownership, you know, and supporting one another. You know, supporting one another in in the process right. of that. You know, because that it's that that's where the prosperity comes in. You know, so that's where the prosperity comes in for us when we support each other. Wanda just um, summarized our last like five episodes here. <laughs> so, <laughs> absolutely, that was the last five topics that we discussed. So, thank you very much. Everything she said, you've already heard it here. I'm not making it up. She's telling the truth. Um, these are things, ownership, branching out. Don't be afraid to leave that job. Yeah, Trust be yourself. Be your own bank. Crypto is a great way to be your own bank. There's other ways to get business funding. Um, yes. Everything you need. This is one-stop shop woman right here. So everything you need. And then you got that makeup. You can go to her and get that makeup. Make yourself beautiful. Um, all right. So again, guys, you've been listening to an episode of Ready, Set, Free podcast with your hosts. Please like, subscribe, share. We're on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can go to my website is readysetfree.me. And um, any questions, any referrals, just drop me a line. I actually got two people last week contacted me after hearing this week's episode. No, this week, because we're recording this week. So uh, I do have some some referrals or recommendations coming in, show recommendations. So thank you guys very much. I heard them and I am working on that. Again, this is Kai Wilson at the Ready, Set, Free podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.